Welcome to Spirit in Action. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and each week we bring you visits and conversations with people doing healing work for this world, hearing what they're doing and what inspires them and supports them in doing it. Welcome to Spirit in Action. I have what is, for me, a very different guest and topic for today's Spirit in Action. Those who know me know that I am committed to open-minded, non-judgmental, and scientific inquiry, and that I also believe that the most important values and factors for all of us are invisible and often non-material. Love, happiness, and justice, for example, are immaterial values, emotions, and principles, and that in spite of their non-materiality, they have a very real and visible consequence in the world. Also, I've studied enough of the history of science and human progress to know that the earth was widely believed to be flat for most of human history, that the germ theory was ridiculed for a long time before it was accepted, and that before radioactivity was studied by Marie Curie, the invisible caused effects and damage of radiation were just esteemed to be magic. Remember that Galileo offended the common belief and common sense of his times by suggesting that the earth circles around the sun, and you'll also note the persecution that he experienced for his claim. Did you know that some doctors in the 1940s and 50s prescribed that people with breathing problems take up smoking to deal with their problems, because in fact they experienced subjective breathing relief? by smoking, in spite of the damage it did to them overall, damage that was later documented, but which was suppressed at every turn by powerful forces. My point is that the common sense certitudes of today can be completely turned on their heads by further research and exploration, and that is what is advocated about today's topic. Back in 2012, I was contacted by today's guest, Allison McDermott, about something called Fireburn Doctor, a free service where, if you had been burned, you could call a phone number promptly, establish who you are with them, and then in a very short time, your burn symptoms, the pain, the scarring, etc., will be vastly attenuated and relieved. Allison gave me contacts for four people who had availed themselves of the service with amazing results. I researched the four people, independently establishing their bona fides, and interviewed them about their first-hand experience with Fireburn Doctor, and their testimony is very, very persuasive. Remember, this was and is a free service, Fireburn Doctor, and their hope and purpose was to provide concrete documentation of an apparently miraculous or magical intercession for burn victims. They now claim 2,000 intercessions on behalf of burn victims with 100% efficacy. Alison McDermott was, at one point, a registered nurse in the UK, where she's from, and she is currently spokesperson for the Fireburn Doctor organization, and also part of something called the Earth Care Network. The driving force behind Fireburn Doctor is Philippe Sauvage, originally from France, generally called Philip Savage in the U.S., where he now lives, and his healing has been directed not only to burns, but to almost every unhealthy condition, and not only for people, but for a number of animals. 
So, of course, his claims have brought controversy. I am in no way qualified to evaluate the claims and counterclaims, but I am certainly willing to examine the evidence related to his claims. I bring you this information today not as an advocate, but as a person who wants to encourage you to investigate what appears to be a remarkable possibility against all expectations and certainly against the accepted norms. I present today's topic as a scientist and an open-minded spiritual person in pursuit of truth, even generally ignored or poo-pooed ideas and aspects of the truth. Step forward in time to 2020 with the arrival of the coronavirus and the reason that Alison McDermott contacted me very recently. The Fireburn Doctor experiment and data gathering has continued and also the other healing that Philippe Sauvage does. And now we have a pandemic on our hands. I'll let Alison convey a message from Philippe Sauvage about the possibilities for dealing with the pandemic as she joins us today via Skype from California. Ali, it is a complete pleasure to have you back today for Spirit in Action. Hello, Mark. My pleasure to be here. Of course, last time when I was interviewing folks about Fireborn Doctor, I talked to four folks there, but my visit really wasn't with you. It was with the people who have experienced healing and personally healing with relation to the Fireburn Project experiment. How has that experiment been continuing in the ensuing, I guess it's been eight years? Well, it's continued. The word's been spreading through multiple mechanisms, both radio and personal speak of of those who've experienced what he does. So the numbers are over 2,000 people who've all experienced the exact same results. 100% success rate of the pain being gone in minutes, the burn looking weeks old in a matter of hours, and in severe cases, regrowing skin and returning pigment in black skin. So... They're all benchmarks of what's otherwise impossible by known standards. But yes, the words continue to spread. I wanted to review a little bit. I'm sure you have updates on the people that I interviewed last time, since you are the person who connected me with them. One of them was Mary Batum, and she, notably, people, if they've ever seen To Catch a Mockingbird, the movie, I guess it's a black and white movie, it's quite a number of years ago, she played Scout in that, and I interviewed her because she had a, a, her healing experience with Fireburn Doctor. How is she doing? She's doing great. She's very busy. As I spoke to her recently, and she's being booked all over the place. She does a lot of humanitarian work herself, and... She's as bright and eager about Fireman Doctor as she ever was. It blew her socks off. She, you know, she right in her own kitchen, her friend had scalded his foot with hot fat and he was yelping and hopping up and down. They called the Fireburn Doctor and she watched the results happening to her friend. She saw him calm right down and then want to get on with his dinner. And then before a few minutes, they'd forgotten about it. And then he looked again and it, it was pretty much gone. And that's really been a very consistent result with people when they've called in their burns. They are told, get on with what you're doing, get on with your life, get back on with things. And then they go to look again and it's gone. And the documentation of their stories is on fireburndoctor.com. They're all noting a decrease of pain going down and down and down in minutes and the next thing is the pain's gone. And sometimes when they've called immediately, like uh, our friend Greg. Greg Trail? Greg Trail, that's right. 
he did call immediately and the pain was gone immediately. So the quicker that people call, the better. That's within the first 30 minutes of the burn accident on that hotline number. If you're outside the country, it's plus one, eight one eight three three two six four four five. They just leave their basic data of name, date of birth, place of birth on that line and they'll be called back to verify it's correct, correct spelling, and they give the details to the clerk at the fireman but doctor team. That continues and it will continue for the foreseeable future. There's no plans of stopping the service. And I just mentioned, by the way, Ali, I checked because I have not used it since 2012 when I did the interview with all four folks and and spoke with you. I haven't used it, but it's still in my phone. I've just popped it up and they say, yep, there it is. I can get a hold anytime. Fortunately, I haven't had the occasion with any kind of a serious burn at all. Now, Greg, I understand, has died. I have no idea how old he was. He was a bodybuilder is mainly what I recall about him. What happened with him? I don't know the details. I found out through hearsay and then called and found that he'd passed over and read his obituary online. I just, well, I just was deeply saddened because he was so excited. He told so many people. He was very gung-ho about it. But yes, you're right. He was a a serious bodybuilder, and I, I, I wish his ongoing journey. I also spoke with Vitaly Korobov. Have you had contact with him? He was in Virginia when I spoke with him. That's right. Russian scientist, very level-headed chap working for the government. Uh, I spoke with him only about a year ago, and he's still going, and he's still... You know, people are flabbergasted. They are dumbstruck and awed by the seeming impossible results. So when they happen outside of someone's belief systems and expectations, they are shocked. And it leaves an indelible print in their souls that something profound happened. And yet it's a science, it's a technology, it works with algorithms and other secrets of the quantum field and maybe I might be able to elucidate something of that in this interview today but I'm just an ordinary Joanna really who's experienced witnessing this on thousands of people and animals over 16 years and as I said to you earlier Mark I can't unknow what I know so I share what I know with as many people as possible. By the way that term Ali you said a Joanna I think in the United States we refer to a plain Jane or a John Doe or those are the term I take it this is uh, some kind of, <laughs> where does this term come from? Yeah that's from? a Britishism it, it, it just means an ordinary lady or just an ordinary person who's been privileged to witness extraordinary events with this science and technology so I'm also very grateful that I've collided with this scientist 16 years ago very I was um, quite a mess um, you know, I'm quite transparent about sharing what my story was too and I want to ask you for that in a moment, but first I want to review about the final of the four people that I talked to in some depth back in 2012, and that was Charles Barnard, who was a retired judge in his youth. He was a Navy corpsman. He gave me his testimony, which all of these people were people that you could look up, find. I mean, Vitali, he worked for the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Each of these people I did some looking into to make sure that they were not just some name that was made up. I I could track them down independently if I wished. So how is Charles Barnhart doing? As far as I know, he's well, living somewhere in New Mexico. I spoke with him last about a year ago. 
his sense of the physics involved in terms of particles. You know, he made these amazing statements based on his own knowledge of physics. Um, the common denominator here is all of the people who've ever called in their burns. They are ordinary folks from all walks of life. And now that's spread to 58 countries of regular folks who just heard about it and thought, what the heck, I'm going to test this. They all have that in common. So there's a cross-section of ordinary people and all peoples from the whole spectrum. We've had nurses, we've had a judge, we've had engineers, we've had all sorts of people. So they are a literal random group because they're the ones who decided the call. They just heard about it and thought, why not? I hope that sense of random cross-section. I mean, they literally either heard it on a radio or they met someone who knew about the experiment, took the number, stuffed it in their phone, and when a burn accident happened, they thought, well, heck, I'm going to do it. Why not? That's literally how random it is. The hope was always that ambulance people and emergency rooms could participate, but they have protocols that don't quite fit with something so out of the box. There is that challenge, of course, to believe the unbelievable from our point of view, and it looks like magic. I don't know if you've heard this statement, any technology that's sufficiently advanced will look like magic to folks. Yes, indeed. And beliefs are a pain in the backside. They're like shroud us in closed-mindedness. And, and really, the open-minded, well, what the heck, I'm going to see, I'm going to test it, is the only thing that ever has anyone proceed to do it. And I've chosen to pursue this because I am an empiricist. That is to say, if you find out if it works, well, then it works. And if it doesn't fit with your theory, that means that something's wrong with your theory. Well, that's an interesting use of the word because it, empiricism is testing a theory. Expiricism is demonstrating an experiment. And the Fireburn Doctor experiment is an experiment in delivering proofs. Already known, everybody who's participated who's helped set this up for the public to test, already knew it worked. The scientist himself already knew it worked. But it, the public didn't. So they had a chance to test it themselves and be their own scientist. See proofs in their own body. Of course, it's, it's fairly easy if you can, on your own, reproduce the experiment, right? If you can go to the top of the Tower of Pisa and drop two weights and see that they arrive at the same time, even though they're of different masses, right? If you can do that kind of an experiment, it makes it easier to verify for scientific-minded people, scientific method. And theoretically, if enough people would avail themselves of Fireburn Doctor then I'd say everybody would have the proof on their own and then it can move forward easily enough. Yes, and I agree and concur with that. And the scientific method is always what he's sought to demonstrate and used when doing experiments with doctors and scientists before and after results. And if you can stretch to a global perspective and realize that this has been done using the scientific method and that the control group really is the medical expectation of what usually happens with burns. These results are atypical to the usual expectation, very atypical. 2,000 people's results are demonstrative results beyond the control group of the medical expectation. It's a statement, call in your burns and this will happen. And even with people who just say, oh, I don't really know, I don't know, I believe that. Or children who don't have beliefs, so long as they do it, they get their result. 
By the way, kind of interesting interview that I did this past year with an Amish man. And because the Amish live off of the, they don't live in the regular medical world that we live in. That is to say, they very judiciously choose to avail themselves of medical treatment. And because of that, they have their own at-home treatments. And one of them, for burns specifically, they had a protocol that they did that is much more effective than grafts, and it involves burdock root and everything. But it's not the details that I want to go into, but the point is that they had this experiment, and, and Amish people would go into a hospital, and the hospital would not allow them to use their treatment. So there's been some sharing of information and symposia about using this method to break down that barrier between medical science and what they think they know and what experientially the Amish had been using for hundreds of years. Those ancient traditions of natural medicine on a herbal or natural plant level, they absolutely have their place. And the difficulty is the medical are wired to take care of symptoms rather than the cause. And with the Fireburn Doctor experiment, he's shifting the cause, which is the mind's extreme overreaction. The problem is, is the brain's overreaction to the peripheral damage of the burn itself. Essentially, a few millimeters of damage done, and yet the reaction to the pain is so huge. It kicks in edema, biochemical overreaction, and it's the mind then that makes the whole thing worse. And he's simply interrupting that. That's why he could do so many thousands of burn cases a day, literally a day. 2,000 cases, there is so much proof around this guy. And that's just on burns. There are many other arenas he can take care of. But it's interrupting that before it's become physical, which is where the medical then deal with the physical crisis only. That's all they're trained to do. By the way, folks, we are speaking with Alison McDermott, who used to be a registered nurse in the UK. She is press spokesperson for Fireburn Doctor, and the work that's being done by Philippe Sauvage, we'll talk about that in more detail shortly. You mentioned, Alison, that you had your own firsthand experience, and I don't think it was about burns, was it? You got healed in other ways. Yes, I had the privilege of seeing this woman before and after and all that I could, my, my jaw was on the floor and I burst into tears because I had nothing rational to bounce it against, no compare and contrast to explain in my own brain what I was staring at in this woman. All I could do was just cry and say, I want some, I want some, I want, what, what's happened, oh my gosh. And three weeks later, I'm on a plane with my two children and I went to go see him. I mean, the, the enormity of that story and the catharsis I went through from him taking care of me on a very fundamental level, I don't know that there are adjectives to describe, really. I don't think there are. Except that I was riddled with arthritis, I was morbidly obese, and I was well on the way to Crohn's disease, and I would have pretty much been dead by 45 on that current trajectory. And the self-destructive consciousness that he cleans from somebody who goes to be taken care of for themselves on a deep level was gone from me. And so I burst into healthening life and those diseases and symptoms just dispersed. And it, that takes people's understanding into another arena. But it really, it's so experiential. The experiment is the loud, speaks the loudest. And he's taken care of 200,000 people and animals over 40 years. And I'm 
just one lucky schmuck that was one of those cases. Let's talk about it in terms of the current context. Right now, most of us are ordered to stay at home because the coronavirus, COVID-19, this virus has been circling the globe and it's uh, life-threatening for a significant percentage of people. And I think that the reason you contacted me now, you reached out to Norton Spirit Radio and Spirit in Action, was because this seems like a technology of the moment? Yes. The Fireburn Doctor has been taking care of people with virus for decades. I personally have met someone who was taken care of with AIDS. I've seen herpes zoster disappear from my own daughter. So I know he can take care of virus, and he's put out an offer for him to take care of virus. I have directly witnessed him take care of three types of virus. Shingles, he is part of Fireburn Doctor. If you've got shingles symptoms and uh, that have erupted, that's been part of the Fireburn Doctor offer for at least five years. Shingles is a virus. HIV and AIDS is a, is a virus. There is a case on the website of psproof.com of a before and after case of an extreme viral load of HIV, AIDS. I met that guy and I saw him before and after. I saw a dying man before and then I saw a vibrantly healthy guy who had been on a suitcase load of medications. The medical had done as much as they could have done with him and they'd maintained him for 10 years, but his viral load fluctuated between 33,000 copies per blood sample, but up to 90,000 copies per blood sample. So that's the best the medical could do. After Philip's cares, he went back to the same laboratories that had always tested him, that's LabCorp and UBS laboratories in America, and was retested. And his viral load with one of them was 50, and the other one was 150 or 170. Ridiculously tiny, a speck. That, at the time, was deemed a deadly virus. Now, I mean, I have a quote from the Fireburn doctor in recent days. that He says, please do pass the word to everyone you know and tell them to do the same for the people they know that I'm 100% effective on viruses in general and 100% effective on, on the coronavirus. You can't imagine how controversial that is, given the medical viewpoint. But he has literally done before and after cases of virus. And... I hope and pray the medical reach out to him and say, okay, well, let's, let's do some tests. He's very reachable through psproof.com. Let me just check and make sure I understand what the offer is here, Allie. I know for Fireburn Doctor, what people will do is call this phone number. And if you have a piece of paper, you're listening, folks, jot this number down or just put it into your phone. You discard it later if you don't want it. But the phone number for Fireburn Doctor is 818 332 6445. The protocol again in the case of a burn. So I, I've got a burn, I've just burning grease on my hand. Any degree of severity, does it matter? Any degree of severity, so long as it's within the first 30 minutes of the burn accident happening. And again, what people are going to do is call that phone number. What will happen then? For burns, that test is free because it literally takes him nothing to be able to do that shift very quickly for that person, so long as he's got the correct data, the name, date of birth, place of birth, or a photograph headshot of the person needing help, or both, sent to doctor at aol.com if they want to go by email, but that number they can MMS and take a screenshot or send a family shot 
say it's mum's just said, oh my God, I just burnt myself on the oven and she's four states away from the person she's talking to. She can screenshot uh, information or somebody can take a photograph of that person from when they were a child and send that. It's still a signature in the biocontinuum and you can work with that. You can locate that. Here I am speaking about things that are way outside of, of folks' typical understanding, but they've got nothing to lose in testing that. Again, the procedure is they call then and they have to give that information, a birth date name, a picture. Yes, it's protected under HIPAA laws. It's absolutely confidential. Even when people's accounts, the one thing they give, or payment, if you like, for the Fireburn Doctor service, which is, it is free, it's, the only thing is, please give a report of what happened. Send by email a report of your burn, what happened, and a result, because then it's data gathering, because that's what the Fireburn Doctor site is. So, again, they'll call in with this information, send the picture. Then what do they do? Hang up the phone, go away? Do they call back? What happens? They'll be called back by the clerk at the Fireburn Doctor team, and the clerk will verify that it's the correct data, uh, the spelling of their names at birth, because just a few errors can be inaccurate, just to make sure it's accurate. And then after speak, call back again within half an hour, People go onto the website, fireburndoctor.com. They can read the accounts of what happens with people. And a whole load more is being updated onto the computer. But then that allows people to read other people's stories. But they do change the name slightly just to protect the original name of the person who did the report. And again, when they're calling in, they're leaving a message on a recorder. Within a half an hour, they get called back. The information is verified. And then do they do anything at all? They just look at their symptoms? No, they get on with their day. They keep themselves busy. The fireburn doctor clerk will contact them again somewhere in that day. You know, they might go to sleep or have a rest or go back to work. But in, with the virus protocol, it's the same data. It's the name, date of birth, place of birth that they would give. But it's not free. Taking care of virus is not free. In the event that someone wants to proceed and test it and check it out and do it themselves... I have an organization called ECN. We can take that call. The ECN that Alison McDermott just referred to is Earth Care Network, website earthcarenetwork.org. And if you're interested in contacting them in terms of dealing with the coronavirus, you have to walk through their website screen by screen so that you have all of the prerequisite information before you reach the 15th screen, which is their contact info, including their phone number. So start on earthcarenetwork.org, read all 15 screens before you consider calling. There's other websites like psproof.com and fireburndoctor.com with information about their work, all linked from our site, nordenspiritradio.org. This is Spirit in Action, and we've got links to all of our guests of the past 15 years on nordenspiritradio.org, both for Spirit in Action and Song of the Soul, and we invite you to rate and post comments on the programs. We've got a donate button so that you can help ensure our work continues. Thanks for your support, but also remember to first offer a hand and a buck to your local community radio station, carrying the local and alternative news and music so vital to a thriving community.
Allison McDermott is with us today for Spirit in Action, and I want to head back to you, Allie, with some more exploration of an offer from Philippe Sauvage, or Philip Savage, in terms of dealing with COVID-19. Folks now have a way to contact to follow up on this offer, but we haven't heard yet what level of donation or contribution needs to be made in order to ask for Philippe's action in this case. Somebody who's looking for protection from virus, then they would donate something like 5000 If they are already infected and they want to be dealt with by Philan Doctor, then it would be double that. And those proceeds would go as donation to the works of the Fireburn Doctor and greater works that are taking place globally. It's up to them, but they would need to read perhaps the PS proof. They have to go on their own feelings. And it is a substantial material gift, but it's an offering if they want to. It's part of ECN, which are a body inspired by these works. And we help people know proofs in all kinds of arenas. We are volunteers within our own organization, and we keep it that way. We do this because, well, our lives were saved. Our crises were reversed. So it's sort of a duty to humankind, really, to help the solution be known to the world at large by proof. There's some of the specifics of it I want to make clear for folks. So, again, if the problem is a burn, fire burn doctor, it's free, they call the number, it's back and forth, give just a little couple pieces of information so they can be identified. And that does not include a bank account or a social security number. So we know who they are. Fireburn doctor needs to know who they are in order to help them with the medical issue at hand. In that case, people are calling 818-332-6445. On the other hand, if they want to ask for help with coronavirus, they don't call that number. But instead, they go to the earthcarenetwork.org site, step through all 15 screens of info about their work until they get to the contact page, which has a phone number that they can call to actually ask for Philippe's intercession relative to COVID-19. I want to talk a bit more about Philippe in just a moment, but I guess there's more detail that I want about the virus treatment. If people call you, and we just had the phone number, 909-682-0404, and I'll have it on my website. If people call that number, you'll respond, or maybe someone else will, I, I don't know. And then you'll give the information to Philippe, to the Fireburn doctor, to do the healing, either preventative or healing. So does that mean if someone is on a respirator, Let's say it was uh, a week ago or, or two weeks ago when John Prine was in advanced stages. Does that mean someone could have called and said, I've got $10,000, here he is, his birthday, his name, his picture, deal with the virus? Well, distinctly, I have to make this clear, this is a non-medical intervention. And when someone's already in the medical scenario and they're in they're hospitalized they have already elected the route that they're doing preventatively and before they have gone into the medical solution because these you know we always called it a medical issue they're not medical issues they're health issues the medical or what we're used to deploying to deal with them is why that word is slapped over conditions but this is a non-medical intercession. If they haven't done any homework and haven't read about him, haven't looked at the videos where he's 
attempting to explain what he does or watch Rush, which is the movie that features a cross-section of public members that tested him on their burns and other things, that movie is extremely precious. They're all telling the truth. I'll ask you some questions that will maybe help prevent a lot of people coming just trying to bend your ear to see if they can get persuaded. Again, preventative, $5,000. You transfer some money, send it somehow, and you'll be dealt with. If you've got the symptoms, in response to my question about John Prine, who's in the hospital, you said, well, they've already chosen the medical system. Well, I recall from eight years ago when I talked to you initially or and talked to folks about Fireburn Doctor, I was told that a friend could take a picture of a person who has a burn who just got in an ambulance going to the hospital. And by the time they get out the other end, the burn will have stopped hurting and the skin already looked like it's repaired by a couple of weeks. We've actually had a case like that. And the guy who'd lifted up a hot metal basket of burning papers that were setting light to the curtains in his bedroom, he lifted it up kung fu style with his forearms and hands and burnt his hands horribly and he was in agony. And his mother called through the burn. First thing he did was call his mother and say, Oh Mom, I burnt myself really badly and she'd heard about Fireburn Doctor. She called his details through. He still got in the ambulance, but there was a half-hour journey between him getting in it and arriving at the hospital. By the time he arrived there, he was fine. His pain had gone. Uh, He was asking the nurses for a cup of tea. They put a dry dressing on him and discharged him. In the ambulance, he had welts and blisterings bubbling up on his hands, and typically second-watering, third-degree burns would have just gotten more and more inflamed and required more and more containment in the medical scenario because they're unable to interrupt the mind's deleterious overreaction. That's what Philip's doing in the burns. In virus, it's something more distinct where he has to work in ways that I can't truly articulate because I don't understand it. I just know it works. So let's answer a few more questions to make sure that people can come in informed, ready to make a decision. And again, folks, we are speaking with Alison McDermott, who is a former RN in the UK. Uh, Do you have any such degree like that in the US, Allie? No, I came away from the medical disillusioned and went on a world search looking for natural modalities that had me do a cross-section of natural alternative therapies, but they were still symptom management and I just had a... Well, I mean, we have synchronistic, symbiotic collisions with things that are in our hearts, and and it was deep embedded in my heart to know the real deal and not with people who could talk at length about what they couldn't do. I wanted the real deal, and that really, I I know, is how I ended up meeting this scientist. He comes from a, a very old, ancient lineage that passed very omnipotent tools down through that lineage. They're very pure. They're very high. They're nothing to do with beliefs. I make this statement regularly that beliefs are all of them a placebo and our experiences are the true litmus test. And all I can do in speaking to the public who hear this in your show is invite them to test it. Research on bona fide websites that are actually put together by volunteers about him because he's genuine and his tests, everyone who's seen it are dumbstruck, awestruck, shocked. 
one thing that you can do, though, is if we talk about a few of the questions that people have when they want to reach out to you, if we can answer them ahead of time, we can streamline this. So one of my questions about the John Prine example was if people are advanced in terms of the disease, uh, in this case coronavirus, if they have an advanced case of it, does that mean he could or could not intercede? You emphasize with burns, it's like within the first half hour before the brain has its reaction, you want to intercede and call fireburn doctor. Is it something similar with respect to the coronavirus? It's worth mentioning that at no time ever has the medical ever been able to do anything ever about virus, period whether it's the common cold, whether it's HIV and AIDS, they are able to remove or mask symptoms. But the causal factors of a virus, that's not their territory. Philip doesn't trespass on medical territory, and medical territory cannot do what he does. So they are distinctly different. And electing a wholly natural solution to fix virus is the offer that he's giving. And it's, it, they're advanced in their stages. They still have to elect their own choice. Let me clarify that. So you're saying if someone has advanced coronavirus, they can't breathe, their lungs are feel burning, and they contact you to get Philippe's help on this. If they approach it that way, then you're confident of 100% cure. Yes, a relative can call, do that on behalf of, and it's cure is the wrong word, take care of it on a causal level. Cure is a word associated with medical, and he's taking care of a dysfunctional portion of that. I mean, words are, they're almost impossible to describe what his deeds do. It is down to people's trust. You know, say it was a mum and their child's gone into hospital. I would, I'm saying this offer is here, and I am stating categorically, I have personally witnessed him take care of three types of virus, herpes minora, herpes zoster, and HIV and AIDS. Those are virus. And, and they weren't the first cases. There were multiple cases of each of those. Yeah, but I have personally witnessed three of those. I have to be transparent and I have to put my neck on the line because it's impossible for me to unknow what I know and I put my neck on the line because it's the right thing, because what he does is concrete and real, his results are real and there's always a leap off the high dive with anyone who ever uses him, burns or using him directly for a health crisis. Well, you know, Ali, up till now it's been you and me talking we haven't given Philippe a chance to jump in here. There is a message I understand we have available I'd like to play from him about the moment we find ourselves with the global pandemic. And that's only one small part, I understand, of his concern for the well-being of the earth. Is it okay with you if we play that now and listen to him? Absolutely. Yes, please. Okay, so folks, this is a message passed on by Philippe Sauvage, or in English, Philip Savage, the person behind Fireburn Doctor, his message about what's going on with the Earth right now and the services that he's offering. So here is Philippe Sauvage. I am Dr. Philippe Savage, PhD in Human Consciousness. What is happening worldwide is totally beyond the realm of anyone's understanding. Yet, I do have the dangerous privilege to be perfectly aware of what is truly going on behind the curtain. And believe me, it's a lot worse than what you can possibly imagine. Actually, even your worst nightmare 
won't even come close. I've been taking care of thousands and thousands of people in my half a century career with a rate of success that defies all odds. I have taken care of thousands of severely burned people in dozens of different countries worldwide, as you can check by yourself on our Fire Burn Doctor website. All of them have been taken care of from a distance which often exceeded thousands of miles. Many of them were even totally unaware of what I was doing on their behalf, which obviously excludes any possible placebo effect. The rate of success on these burn victims has been exactly 100%. Why should it be any different if you request my help in the current pandemic crisis, which is, believe me, only at its beginning? It will in truth get worse, much worse before it gets better, if it ever does. Yet you must realize that my help is not limited to the current viral crisis, for which already I will be a much better and safer solution than all the current so-called treatments or future experimental vaccination. But indeed, what I propose is a new form of unprecedented bioimmunity, all-encompassing for all known current threats and for all unknown future threats. In addition to this bioimmunity, much more importantly, no doubt, what I offer is a full psycho-spiritual immunity against the techno-dictatorial nightmare in preparation, which has not even reached its first stage. The choice is yours. You can choose to remain an ostrich with your head deeply buried into the sand until it's too late, or to react and opt for total re-empowerment and for full healthening, a term that I've invented many years ago to put emphasis on the transcendental process at work here. Just like happiness is much more than the mere absence of woes, worries, and dramas, our primordial divine health is much more indeed than the mere absence of illnesses or diseases. Once again, the choice is yours. I am your servant, if you so choose. God bless. That was Dr. Philippe Sauvage, a PhD in human consciousness, is uh, as he told you during that message. We're speaking right now with Alison McDermott, who has been my contact for Fireburn Doctor and contact with Philippe Sauvage. So let's say a few more words about this offer that he has put to all of our listeners, to people around the world. And again, folks, by the way, that same message, you can see it on the website EarthCare Network. When you get on there, there's a picture. If you click to the message to the right twice, you'll be on the page where you can listen to that message from Philippe again. You can see a transcript of it in case you had trouble understanding the French accent there. And there's a video there as well, an interview with him about his work so you can understand much more. I'm not going to put you, Ali, giving you the responsibility of of talking about all of the technical things that he does talk about. His picture is clearly beyond most people's expression. So I hope you don't mind that I'm not asking you to translate everything he says. I'm grateful that you don't because I'm just a, a humble person who's just experienced what he does of his transcendental medicine and nothing whatsoever to do with allopathic medicine, as everyone is pretty much familiar with. 
I'm sure that there are going to be people who, because they have to see something for their own eyes before they can believe in it, or at least have everyone around them believing it so that they can believe it. So when it comes to the amounts, you know, $5,000 to prevent getting the virus, 10000 to cure it, that's going to seem like a big number to a lot of people. What can you say to folks about the size of that cost and where that money is going? Well, firstly, what he's doing is above and beyond beliefs. So the hope is that people have a sense of what he's doing, pinch their nose and take the high dive and just do it. The exchange is also reflective of a natural law that he's operative with, which is reciprocity. That's an equal and fair exchange. And whilst people's referential relationship with money will find that expensive, in terms of what he is offering, in terms of a true immunity for life, a bioimmunization, it is cheap as chips. Now, I know that from a perspective of having used him years ago and 16 years worth of seeing proofs of what he does on people and animals. So I try and bridge people's understanding with what I've directly experienced in my own life and what I've witnessed, to have them have a sense of value. One of the upside-down factors in humanity is the upside-down sense of value. Valuing life above stuff, sure. Value life above stuff. Value your own life above stuff. Stuff can always be acquired and replaced and asked for someplace. And when someone has a yes in their hearts to do this, they find the resources to do this and I speak that from in the first person as I did and I was a very broke single parent years ago that it seemed impossible to find resources beyond my little tiny reductionistic reality so I outreached and I found it and and so people are when they go on to earthcarenetwork.org and they see page three and there are actually two videos there is an uncut video of him was released in 2004, but it's very helpful in, in having a sense of the crisis we are globally currently facing. And there's also Rush, which is a sample of decade-long public testing of people who did test him on their burn injuries. And if I may tell you that burn injuries, because when he's done those cases, it costs him nothing. He's getting involved with nothing of the person, really. He's just causing a mental shift based on their data of their name, date of birth, place of birth, and he's literally shifting their mind to sufficiently. The mind doesn't go into a deleteriously overreaction and start causing edemas and bio-overreaction in the body. So he can do thousands of those a day. This offer is entirely new, where he's offering to bioimmunize people. Can you say a few words, Ali, about where the money goes and who it's helping? Yes. After the value exchange being received through ECN, it is released into eco-humanitarian projects for downtrodden, marginalized, ethnic minorities. The arena is 360, but it's, in a nutshell, it's for eco-humanitarian projects. But the point is that that value exchange in using him 
is a reciprocal process. It's a reciprocity, equal for equal exchange. It is fair. And I would actually recommend people give more. And, but they, they can, for this particular bioimmunization, for this viral pandemic that all humanity is facing right now, he will do that for five. $5,000, you might think it's, oh my God, that's terribly expensive. But please percolate just what we waste in a year or six months on stuff we don't need. We waste a heck of a lot of our Earth's resources on junk. And this is for health and for true immunity for life and valuing life above stuff. One thing that I found very interesting in listening to Philippe is in this, particularly in the video that is on the page we pointed to him on the earthcarenetwork.org third page, is his concern is not specifically just for people, it is for life itself. And part of his concern has been to bring back species that have disappeared. He is talking about protecting life in a much bigger picture than most of us usually look at. And, you know, this is, in fact, the month of Earth Day. And so that concern for that bigger picture is something I find very interesting about his work. Indeed, yes, Earth Day. People can use him. It's like a, if you can visualize a sliding scale of a volume control, a horizontal bar with a button in the middle, you can slide from one end to the other. People who really want and love this earth, love nature, love innocent life, love children, and who really want to be a lymphocyte for our living earth, then they can deploy them on a much larger scale. And that's another dialogue altogether, but it's, it's something I did because my sense of the genuine propelled me to leap and I did pinch my nose and, and leap into the unknown and thought what the heck I'm doing it I, that was me but in the bigger picture this is a living earth this is a cell in the macrocosm humanity has inadvertently allowed it to be the most polluted cell in the infinite universe and so Savage's work he can't do this alone he needs people who step up and elect themselves and really mean it, and yes, put their money where their mouth is, that they really love this earth, and they really want the biggest meaning and purpose for their existence on this earth, then they'll jump to elect themselves to be a, a lymphocyte for this earth. The earth needs her own immunity. She needs her own T-cells. Humanity is supposed to be those T-cells. We in the bigger picture, have been like a virus to this living earth. The core blueprint of the human being is divinely wired. It's wired to the main grid, the motherboard of the biocontinuum. And when someone elects to be a, a full human lymphocyte, they're unfrozen, their mind, body, self, or soul capacity is restored into absolute equilibrium. Now that's an even bigger leap. But there are trillions, non-millions of dollars worth of resources on this earth. And none of them actually belong to humans. They belong to the earth. They were taken from the earth. They belong to the earth. They've been hoarded in great stockpiles here and there across the earth. That's not what earth resources was ever supposed to be about. So the resources are there. And when people have got a, yes, I'm doing this, they'll find it. They go onto the website, earthcarenetwork.org. It has a global view. It has the global need for lymphocytes for this earth and for the restoration of a bioimmunity for life in combating this pandemic.
Well, Ali, you speak so passionately and from firsthand experiencing, having witnessed so much of the work that Philippe Sauvage, the fireburn doctor, has done over, well, actually many decades in the United States for less than two decades he's been here. But I want to again refer people to the three websites. I have them all listed on org. EarthCareNetwork.org is the one we've been talking about just recently with a, a recent message, uh, uncut video, and so on. There's also FireburnDoctor.com, and there's PSProof.com. If I may interject, for people who are studious and want to study a lot more about the guy's life, they can go to PSProof.com. For people who want nugget-sized, audiovisual, condensed, and yet global perspective website then earthcarenetwork.org so people have a range of websites fireburndoctor.com is a data site it logs some of the cases and the webmaster is hurriedly adding the last touches to well there's loads more being added of cases so depending on people's disposition one of those websites is going to work for them so folks, please do check out whichever of those websites is most appropriate for your research, your checking, and then get a hold of Allie. We've provided her phone number here. Yes. Now, may I also state that there is a voicemail at the end of earthcarenetwork.org. Anyone who wishes to proceed, then call that number. Casual inquiries won't work unless they've done some homework and the very basics, really, earthcarenetwork.org. They need to have at least read that, listened to his videos, read the PDF, and if they feel they want to proceed, then there is a voice message number on the end of the website, also hyperlinks to the three other websites on the contacts page of earthcarenetwork.org. We kind of umbrella all the, all the other websites. So anyone listening to the show, please go to Earthcare Network, read every page on that. You'll see at the contacts page you want to proceed. As you heard Ali say, via the earthcarenetwork.org, go to the end and you'll find where you can leave voicemail. You can get a hold of folks working with Philippe Sauvage and you can follow up on this. Again, do the research before you give them a call. That's not that when you start researching, go fully clear on what you want to do. May I also make a last bullet point on that research? The only true, genuine documentation on the work of Philippe Sauvage are on his website. You can go on the internet and you can dredge up all kinds of speculative, persecutive, horrendous material written by people who have not experienced what he does. If they want to study more about the life and times of Philip Savage, they go to PS Proof. If they want to see the data sites of real cases, of burn cases who've experienced remote doing, then they go to fireburndoctor.com. And if they're ready to use him for any crisis, they can go to archeofuture.com. So again, start with earthcarenetwork.org, again linked on nordenspiritradio.org. Allie, thank you for your passion in this work and for helping Philippe Sauvage carry out his work of healing for the earth, not just humans, but species and the planet as a whole. And thank you for joining me here today for Spirit in Action. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Bless you. Again, folks, all those links are on nordenspiritradio.org. We'll see you all next week for Spirit in Action.
The theme music for this program is Turning of the World, performed by Sarah Thompson. Check out all things Spirit in Action on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark Helpsmeet, and I hope you find deep roots to support you to grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action. Oh